0: Podcast.
1: I just keep it going.
0: It's because they are they shy or are they just bad at talking?
1: <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Some people oh, the above.
0: are like good at stuff, but not at talking about it or talking to people. You know, like expressing yeah. themselves verbally, you know?
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of introverts out there.
0: It's tough though, like when you do like what you do or what I do and like, Right. It's all about talking to people and especially you want them to be, you want them to sound engaging so that like the people listening are engaged, especially if the person is interested in some shit. But like some people just, yeah. I don't know, they don't exuberate that kind of uh, verbal confidence i I don't know
1: and then there's like the people that can't stop talking and they're like they actually know how to keep a conversation going and they're like yeah that was my first time i was so nervous i was like you did great
0: that's those nerves sometimes keep them going yeah Yeah.
1: probably Uh, the adrenaline rush
0: i uh i was like some oh was like on the uh, joe rogan podcast he had dude elon musk on it dude's an interesting guy real smart dude i was like oh check this out you know now, he's mad intelligent. Obviously, this dude creates all this crazy shit. He's a visionary, whatever. But it was the most boring fucking podcast. I stopped listening to it um, because he just wasn't very articulate verbally. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really interesting. Even Joe Rogan was like, I could feel like he was struggling. He was trying <laughs> to get him to open up. And, like, it just, dude, it just was brutal. And that just right. some people are good at certain things doesn't mean they're going to be really good at talking.
1: Facts. Yeah. yeah. Jake, what the fuck is up?
0: What the fuck is up, Callie?
1: I haven't seen you in, like, since a I ha- was, like, Short hair. I have like Short no hair.
0: hair. This long-haired voice <laughs> is my guest, a, a, a return guest, a Damaged Goods podcast alum, Callie Alley. Yeah, She's blessed me with her presence today. Hey, now you got long in hair. the west side. We are on the west side. Why don't you give my address? 4213 <laughs> Washington Ave, Apartment B, Los Angeles, California, 90039.
1: Oh my God, I can't believe you did that.
0: I know. Come party with us. <laughs> Come party with us. Uh, Callie Alley, um, you know, I just mentioned like what we do. Uh, she is, she's like, a, she's like a host. She's like me in a way, but does her thing in totally different. She hosts the Rock Your Mind. She hosts live events and shows. And I don't know, you, you articulate what you do better than I do.
1: Man, I just love people. You she know, does. I'm just always working with people that are involved in the music. Like music is the center of my life. So if you're, like, musically related, we're going to, like, bond or we're not. I might
0: have asked you this before. so pardon part of me fucking stoning out on it. Do you, like, have you ever, or like, are you musically inclined? Do you, like, write, sing, play the drums, rap?
1: I do not keys? sing, um, not by choice. Just I can't sing for shit. <laughs> I wish, because if I could, I would be out there. But actually, I don't think I would, because as much as I love to open up Artist, I don't think I could be up there singing on stage. I think that that takes guts. Like I'm not that confident.
0: Yeah, it's scary up there.
1: It's really scary up there. Like I don't know, but I do not know how to sing. Um, I did used to write. I mm-hmm. feel like in my college days, I used to get all in my feelings. <laughs> no uh, more feelings now. N- nah, I gives no fucks now. <laughs> but yeah, I do play some instruments.
0: Ah, okay, okay. So yes, yeah, so you got some music in your. In your system. Yeah, it in my family. Yeah. And so that's why you're all your shit. You kind of host is like music-based always, right? Have you ever like had to host anything that wasn't about music or something that's not your forte?
1: You know what's funny is I never had to, but I did go with my friend, our mutual friend, um, and our mutual friend to support in this cannabis panel. And that was exciting to see my friend do that because she got up there you know, they're talking about like CBD, they're talking about like just the education of it and answering questions and I'm like, damn, how is she doing it? I mean, that had nothing to do with music but I was still taking like some photos from like my photography page and I was just like kind of inspired like seeing all these um, empowering women. We um, to talk about that. So, I've, I've
0: got like a few uh, female friends in my life that are involved in like the CBD, like, yeah, not just yeah. the cannabis industry, but more particularly the, the CBD industry oh, and yeah. stuff. Um, like, oh, I got a friend of mine, she does like ganja yoga and CBD classes with like meditation and yoga and different CBD products, whether okay. topical or pills or tinctures.
1: Can we talk about CBD being at gyms oh. now? Like, it's just. At gyms? Yeah. yeah. Really? At, I haven't uh, seen that yet. Equinox?
0: Oh, well, yeah. They that makes have sense. like
1: these like. CBD like frozen, I don't know yogurts or whatever. Oh, that like that sounds delicious. Like that is fancy shit. That is delicious. I can't afford
0: uh, equinox. Though. Yeah, I don't. I go to uh, <laughs> whatever, I always go to whatever gym's close by, dude. Because if it's too far, I ain't going. Right. No. I um. I like you know day. what I found with CBDs though, man. Like Uh-oh. maybe it's because I smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. So and I my boy makes CBDs, and she always told me he's like, you know, people who don't smoke weed or, or don't smoke it often, it's gonna hit them harder, right? So I have to take more CBDs to feel the effect, cause I'm used to smoking so much weed that has THC and CBD in it. But anyway, my point was, it's like when I would get CBDs from like a, a head shop, you know, not a head shop, pardon me, like a, a cannabis dispensary. Mm-hmm. Um, if I knew that they were made from, you know, I knew who made them. Perhaps uh, it was always like stronger, and better. But then the, the kind of CBD shit that you see in like, like Whole Foods or right. not, not a dispensary or just a, a tobacco head That shit is weak as fuck. It is <laughs> diluted, dude. That shit is stepped on something. And and my people were like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that shit is weak. That you can't trust. That you got to generally get it from like a, a cannabis dispensary or if you know right. who made it.
1: That makes sense. I agree. I don't. I'm not big on CBD, but like. I do remember. You're just trying to get hot,
0: huh? You're just trying to get faded.
1: I mean, yeah. well, I'm not going to lie. I'm joking, Callie Callie. Back. uh My roommate did give me some CBD drops, like mouth drops.
0: Ah, I like uh, those. Because,
1: you know, that time of the month and I was cramping really bad. It was like the first day. So she's like, this is going to soothe your muscles. It's not about just getting high. That's the, the good thing about this plant, you know? Um, but it's people true. always point it as a negative because they just don't understand it. But that was the one time I I felt like it worked to my advantage.
0: My friend told me that the tincture drops on your tongue or under your tongue is the most effective way. So I I keep one in the motherfucking fridge I use. But this one's like chocolate mint.
1: You ain't got no cramps, Jake. I know, (laughs) no. I take it for
0: my, (laughs) dude, my girl has cramps. I might as well have them, dude. Living with that is like having cramps. (laughs) Fuck, dude. It gives me cramps of the heart, cramps of the mind, cramps of the fucking mind. I'll take it if I fuck up my back. But honestly, I use it more for anxiety. Mm. And, like, you know, I, I don't fuck with prescription. Medication. I used yeah. to be on it a long time ago, like six years, right. I think. I haven't had it. But um, the failure rate on like antidepressants and anxiety meds is pretty high. It's not yeah. that effective. And I find, like, you know, you can smoke weed to calm down, which I do, but sometimes it doesn't always 100% calm you down. Like, there's always a small chance you can get a little too in your head That's or whatever. That's
1: so true, people. So yeah. be it's not yeah. always.
0: Effective. But the CBD shit just keeps me mellow, mm-hmm. you know?
1: That's why I like, I'm not against smoking weed because I smoke weed, but I do feel like. You have to be an adult. You know, you have to, like, pay your bills. I don't, like... Yeah, yeah, you got to be responsible, Even though I did smoke weed when I was 16. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Shout <clears throat> to my brother. Sorry, Mom.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Mom. A lot of people come and apologize to the parents on this podcast after, after we talk for a while.
1: apologize all my life. My mom is just one of those uh, parents that like is always never gonna say you're just enough because it's just, you're gonna get comfortable and then you're gonna stop.
0: That's good. But so she always
1: has to keep like picking and picking until you know. Someone's
0: stop gotta them. do that in your life. Unfortunately sometimes Somebody. it has to be someone close to you has to take that sacrificial role and be the bad guy in a way or not it the bad guy be but be the harder. Mom. Yeah, it can it
1: can be anybody. That's else. good
0: though, man. I don't know. Sometimes you see the parent who didn't do that. And just like man, fuck, that's a bummer, dude. You know, maybe like the kid could have got more motivation. Yeah. I don't know. But then sometimes there's those parents who aren't harsh on the kid, and it's just sweet, loving union. Everyone's happy, and that seems pretty cool I too. I want
1: that one. Yeah, I, I know. Have that <laughs> kind of that one
0: sounds more I kind fun. Of want to dude. Try- <laughs> sounds a lot lower than the I don't
1: know, maybe see if it works out. I don't yeah, know. I do. Maybe when reincarnation happens. I don't know. For
0: sure, for sure. I don't Do you blaze before you like host your show? That's
1: a good question. Um, sometimes. Or when you interview people like the con
0: cuz you mo- you do a lot of interviews at yeah. the shows, at live concerts, right? At venues.
1: Yeah. Um, you know when I'm at the shows, I don't like to smoke, but if I maybe if I'm dealing with anxiety like you said or like I'm really nervous, um Sometimes I'll take like a little smoke, I'll pack a bowl and that's it, but For the most part, I don't like to smoke just because I like to remember what I'm going to talk about. It kind of like relaxes you, which we are talking about, like if we're in pain. But when you need to work, you kind of need to be relaxed. Yeah, and you're interviewing. (laughs)
0: You're talking to people. You probably have questions you've thought of and you want to follow up their answers with another question or something.
1: But for instance, for this podcast, like I know I could smoke and it could be like an easy conversation. It's not going to feel any pressure. But when you're interviewing, yeah, you're kind of more on pressure. So It's it's different. I think it's also like
0: interviewing and... and when I do the podcast like when I do the radio show I'm I'm kind of like the way you approach your show like I got to interview these artists we're running the boards we're doing phone calls I don't like to be too blazed because I'm it's more spur of the moment if they you know have an answer that makes me think of something I want to be on point but when I have like you over or any guest on Damaged Goods it's just a conversation it's a little less stress we don't have to like you know be on time and shit (laughs) But the thing
1: is, is different. I wish they would have saw your. Oh my! yes. Yeah.
0: for you guys listening, I hit the button like a phone button or a fucking radio control button. I you can, can listen cool with your that. ears. See it with your ears. <laughs> But like, you know, when you, see, but the thing is, when I'm at the radio show, uh, Rainy Real, Dash Radio Fridays, yes. um, but when you I'm at the radio show, it's a radio station. It's, so it's not like a party atmosphere. Yeah, dudes be smoking outside shit, but I'm saying, but you're at these concerts, it's, people fucking drinking, there's bars, right. smoking, Lord knows what other things is going on. So I feel like that environment would just be more, I don't know, might be a trickier one to do. You're shitting. You know right. what I'm saying? Like no, maybe trickier. If I don't know, maybe you're just super it's, cool.
1: No, that's my favorite type of interview. I was gonna record. Oh, you, oh, you can record
0: me. Go, ahead, girl. You can record me. No one I'm records record me. Jake Thank you, Jake Callie Corey. Alley. You're the sweetest. No one records Jake the Snake except for me. Um.
1: So no, I like being there because not only is everybody like just. They're with good vibes. Um, the artists are on an adrenaline rush. Yes. After yes. you interview them and they're they're feeling good versus them coming to the podcast, I felt like I was getting a different vibe just because I do both. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I love both. Podcasts, you can create some memories, go down memory lane. Yeah. But
0: cry maybe.
1: It, right. After and the show, cry. you get them in that excitement, that momentum, but it's you have to make it short and sweet because you don't uh. want them to like
0: Teeter off. Come
1: down from that. Yeah. Like, go talk to your friends. Go talk to Go celebrate. You know what I mean? Yo,
0: that's some of the most eloquent shit someone said in a while because what you're talking about I recently had this conversation with a guy who was on the podcast, Johnny George, he's a drummer, musician, we're talking about the high you get when you come off stage, yeah. it's, it's inexplicable, there's nothing like it dude, it's not like any drug you're going to feel and it's like crazy, so I didn't ever think about it, you're catching these motherfuckers on on drugs, on yeah. the highest drug <laughs> of all, and that's ill because I, you know, I don't have, no one's coming in off stage right. into my podcast or radio show, but I know what that adrenaline rush is coming off stage. I didn't really think. I was like, "Damn, you're fucking talking to these people when they're high as fuck off the dopest natural adrenaline, you know."
1: And you're they're so not always like that, but you're cool enough to you recognize mean. you
0: don't want them to come, da- like you said, come down. That's what you say when people are coming off drugs, right? Come down, right? You don't even want them to come down. You want them to still go talk to their friends and their fans and sell merchandise yes. or whatever. But that's yes. even cooler yeah. that you even fucking recognize that.
1: Yeah, you got it. You impressed it. me today, Callie Alley. You,
0: you taught me something today.
1: It's true. <laughs> we learn something every day.
0: That fucking high is intense, man. That's a powerful one, though.
1: I, you know, I just, yeah, there's nothing like live interviews. I really enjoy them. Um, But hosting is kind of the same thing because you, this time you're not interviewing the artist, but you're kind of interviewing the crowd because you're getting to know what they want, what their vibe and what they like. And you have to like, make sure you stay on top of that because if your energy is down, they're going to either leave. Those are probably walk-in locals or people that supporting the artist, but the people that are there supporting, you wanna make it worth their while. Yeah. Cause that's like, I hate going to a concert where like I'm waiting super long <laughs> and there is a host. Yeah. Shout out to Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Uh, every Jimmy time Kimmel. I would go to Jimmy Kimmel shows, like their concerts. Uh, they would have a host on stage, and he would do the nastiest. But yeah, his
0: show at like mm-hmm. the, the TV show taping. Yeah, oh, okay. I
1: would just go. <coughs> like, man, I was like a regular. I would always go to like live concerts because uh, Jimmy Kimmel books like some amazing musical artists for Actually, on his show. His uh, yeah, his talent booking agent does Scott. I don't know if he still works there, but he. I don't know even if that's his name, but
0: shout out to Scott if that's your name.
1: (laughs) I remember somebody telling me, yeah, yeah, that's the guy that books acts, and I was like, damn, that's amazing. That means he has an ear for music because I see him booking like those rising stars, and of course, like you know, the ones that are out there,
0: established people,
1: or and some bands that I've seen reunite for the like after ten years, like Stone Temple Pilots, bro. Stone fucking Temple Pilots. Can we talk about that? You can. You,
0: you, you're going to be talking to a person who's not extremely well informed about them all, except for I know dude died That's from so heroin. Oh, no, but Scott go Weiland. Talk to me. Yeah, Scott talk to Willand me. Scott
1: Weiland is, yes, he is a rock star. He did drugs. He died very young. Um, but Don't one the of the amazing all. singers. I wish I could play a song, but I can't. Just because of copyrights, <laughs> you never know. Um, but yeah, they're Stone Temple Pilots. I grew up listening to them in the 90s. Yeah, I I know who who they
0: are. I just didn't rock with it. It wasn't my my cup of tea.
1: I don't blame you, but but it's cool. I recognize you. Right, right? I recognize they're they
0: are talented and they obviously touch people. You know.
1: And the thing is, they switched. I don't know if you know that. So Stone Temple Pilots, um, they kind of split up. Scott Weiland went to Velvet Revolver, which they were really good. And then Chris Cornell came into that band, and I think was it they became Audio Slave. I thought yeah, and I thought
0: dude from Raging His oh, no, like Machine it. was in audio slave too. No no, 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 that wasn't Tom that Morello wasn't Stone and Stone Chris France. Cornell.
1: It was yeah, yeah, Raging His Machine. You go, Rage against I'm not even a rock and roll dude,
0: but you know i would be pulling out some musical i be pulling some musical <laughs> info out.
1: Yeah, like go way back. I thought, there was a lot of switching <laughs> around going on and I was just like, I like it.
0: Wait, People when did so that history. dude die? Which one? Uh, no, yes, yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, a <laughs> fucking dude from Stone Temple Pilots, not Chris that Cornell. Was a while ago. So, so what he Let's was on, K- they were on Kimmo like back before he died.
1: Yeah, uh. it was at it was like literally as Stone Temple Pilots, not Velvet Revolver. Because uh. I know more of that STP uh. songs, and it was cool because I went with my brother. That's what me and my brother shared a lot.
0: I remember seeing STP like patches, like you know, like yeah. on band patches, kids would like sew them on to. You know what I'm talking about? In the East Coast.
1: That's how you showed. It wasn't through like social media. You showed what you were interested. You had to like literally wear it or put it in your (laughs) backpack or like be a collage of all your favorite artists.
0: I remember like, what is this? Kind of kid or group of kids we used to call uh, the patch kids, right? And it was like aesthetic. It was like they were like, you know, old right. vests or jackets or backpacks. And they had like, you know, Grateful Dead and Stone Temple Pops and all these Ooh, fucking patches, dead right? Writer. But we would call them the patch kids. And I remember being a real juvenile delinquent. I might have been about 13 at the time. My boy. Eduardo's older brother was a like uh, he just got his driver's license, so he had a a, a minivan, an MPV, right, which yeah. is like a m- white minivan like go mob deep and big east rap about. It. In the '90s, that was a good van to have. Yeah, you wouldn't blink twice at it now. But anyway, so my man's older brother's got the car We're young juvenile kids driving around and we skate skateboarding late night, getting high, just being assholes so we'd see the patch kids I remember one time my boy he like, had, he's like fuck those patch kids uh, and I was like wow he's like man fuck that and so we would egg shit sometimes so we drove by nice. in, the, in the Mazda MPV <laughs> pulled up like a goddamn drive-by shitty you'd appreciate this you're from Cali slide the fucking sliding door open <laughs> lace them with at least two cartons maybe lace the patch kids <laughs> and you know I ain't proud about this I repent for my sins I've been punished but I'll tell you this man you can hit with a water balloon and some other shit egg don't come off easy man yeah. yolk Yellow ass yolk off in your hair, up in your clothes. <laughs> I was a bad man. I'm sorry, Patch Kids. Jake the Snake, apologize. I might cry on this one.
1: This nah. one now, yolk is the. That's the. I don't think people. People need to look it up and see what the actual definition of the yolk is.
0: Is it the, the little chicken. baby? It's the baby. It's the little <laughs> embryo, ain't it?
1: It's like you know how women have their periods. Yeah, it's like a. Mm. Yo, hey man. That's their period. It
0: tastes a lot better. Smells a lot better. <laughs> I I had eggs this morning. I had steak and eggs this morning.
1: Uh, somebody told me when they found that I out, eat the they were shit like, out of some I'm not fucking chicken. Period. Anymore. I'm like, good luck with that. You've been doing it already. Like you're Yo, not gonna just stop.
0: Yeah, people. When you learn about some gross behind the <laughs> scenes element of food sometimes it fucks with people that's why people don't want to know I remember like god 10 years ago my boy told me and then another dude told me this so when multiple people tell you you think it's true is that and you know disclaimer if you enjoy this food this is gonna fuck your head up so you know calamari right uh, it's squid like and shit right yeah but this kind of squid, like when you get squid, squid, it doesn't look like that. But when you get fried calamari, it's just the rings. Mm. And they said the ring fried calamari is like actually a pig anus because it was cheaper than and shit. And then I was like, God damn, dude. I just hope that's an urban myth because I've eaten the shit out of some pig anus in that case. Uh, I
1: don't like calamari.
0: You know, do you eat squid, mm. octopus, nope, seafood? Hey
1: pulpo. Oh. Pulpo, pulpo's I hate the shit. That. No. Oh
0: <laughs> man, dude. No, I don't like Tandoori it. Tandoori, octopus. Nope. Oh, I love it. It's gotta be done exactly right. It's so, too chewy. See, that's usually when it's overcooked. I feel. Do you eat
1: seafood? Know. Yes. All right, cool. I love seafood, but right. there are like.
0: I I won't front some sometimes squid and shit. If it's not right, is a little too.
1: Uh, gummy it just shit. like It's just not for me.
0: Yeah, does does it gross you out the little tentacles? It just tastes
1: shit? nasty. Tastes it's nasty? not even how it looks. It just tastes nasty. Like I don't care how. I mean, I do care, but like for the most part, food is food. If it tastes right, if it's cooked right but I just cannot fuck calamari really
0: even if it's fried calamari nope. they can't fuck with that pig anus no no <laughs> Yo, it's, I don't know if that's true we should fucking pig. verify this maybe we'll do a, a second follow up episode we'll be doing an investigative report 2020 style the 2020 but like yo, you grew up in Koreatown, right? Okay. Where there's yeah. mad fucking um, octopus getting cooked at Korean barbecue dude. places shit and shit. Squ- I get it. Get the bulgogi. Bulgogi still, I mean, it's, it's a winner. Shit. It's a winner, dude. No it's one's like, not.
1: Fucking, it looks like it has no flavor, and then you put it in nah, your mouth and tasty. it just explodes.
0: I oh, like the ca- the kalbi. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, I set myself up for that one. That
0: was great. I was I was gonna be the gentleman not to, but I appreciate that you took that one. <laughs>
1: All you can eat, like in every freaking corner, if you're not from Cali, yeah. um, come to LA and go to Koreatown and get some Korean barbecue and it will change your life. It's the
0: place to um,
1: do it. I, don't, I remember in my Twitter, um, somebody like, did a question and said, if you can uh, describe your city in one word... Or, like, like, in two words, what would you say? Korean barbecue? And I put Korean barbecue. <laughs> Yo,
0: yeah, where you, you're from, for sure.
1: Somebody's all like, oh, you must. this must be, like, an OC tweet. And I was like,
0: fuck out of here.
1: I mean, it's so stupid, but, like, I will never forget this. <laughs> and I was just like, a OC? I mean. I was like, nah. They
0: have <laughs> Korean people that live in OC and Korean barbecue restaurants, but nothing like K-Town. It's a, a large area, but very condensed. Just. Jamming. No, it's, and it's, it's co- amazing. Huge and then like, the
1: person was like, "Well, then, wh- where are you from?" I was like, "Korean town." They're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah." It's amazing Korean barbecue there. Um, there's some good Japanese like Which, ramen stuff too. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. What's your you're like go? Because you're like a native of Korean town. You grew up there. What's like your go to joints? Or are they too secret? You gotta give them to me off air.
1: Um, Okuk is the fucking Which one is that? Oh, I, on Eighth Street. It's a little pricey, but the service is, is great and the beef is amazing. No,
0: that's not the one I'm thinking. Of. I don't know that one. Oku?
1: Uh, Okuk.
0: Okuk, mm-hmm. I fuck with there's one that's got like a wooden outdoor facade. Like the outside of it's kinda of like wooden. It's in a small plaza. I forget the name of it. That's like my nicer one I'll go to. and then I go to Modai Pay Modai too. They <laughs> think that's it? I mean dude, I'm butchering it. Yo, dude. That's, my Korean honestly, is a little rusty.
1: It's amazing. I feel like shout out to like the Korean culture. Like, um, I know a lot of people are dealing with like gentrification and all that stuff. Um,
0: Everywhere, though, but like
1: Koreatown has been on the map like since the '50s, and it's just like progressing. And I like that <coughs> they're bringing a culture that I grew up with, and it. I everybody like because I'm Latina. You would think, oh, I grew up with other like yeah. Latinx, you know what I mean? And it wasn't like that. I grew up with a lot of Koreans and like some like like, like Latinx, but at the same time, and some black people. So it was like. Koreatown is so diverse and I think I love that. Not only the food, but like the people that I grew up with. And it's just made me so open-minded into everything because it showed so many different types of Growing up, but everybody's like, "Oh, carne asada, carne asada." I'm like, "Bulgogi, motherfucker."
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I would take that over carne asada. In the, if if it was a gun to my it's head, just
1: carne asada and tortilla, ni, like with bulgogi, yeah, I just need some rice. Of me,
0: yeah, and, and I, some kimchi. I like, I don't even need, I don't like my red meat like super duper cooked, but I, I do like a little charred on the outside. Yeah. So I like I like to do it when I can do it. I don't like when they throw it all on because okay. I don't. I want I, then it's like gonna be sitting. I want to like piece it in. You know, I like doing yeah. the work. I guess for
1: sure, for sure, for sure. Well, okay barbecue. You fucking get
0: on the table. Yeah, man. Then you leave smelling like carcasses. It's
1: amazing.
0: You gotta bring like a different shirt. You can't go out after that. You're gonna smell like How carcasses.
1: How so skinny? They eat all that meat. It's no carbs.
0: Yeah. No, no it's so a lot bad. of meat, carbs. though. I mean, I love eating it, but I'll keep it funky, especially when it's an all-you-can-eat one. I've never left feeling good. Like, I'm always like, oh... Really? When it's all you can eat, I end up eating more. I'd rather put a cap on it and I stop because, dude, Callie, I'm a machine sometimes, dude. Yeah, because it's all in my you system. can
1: eat. Like, you don't know yeah. when to stop.
0: And there's that dumb part of your brain that's like, whoa, get your money's worth, eat more. Then you win, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. And you ate five pounds of beef tongue and bulgogi and cowby short rib and your stomach hurts. Uh... <coughs> you get sweats, meat sweats. <laughs> um
1: Shumbo's also a good spot to go to in yeah. Town. You
0: got to put me on. There's a, there's a seafood one, right? And... Um, I fucking forget the name of it. But it's just those Korean barbecue seafood style one, and that's where they do like the dancing squid and shit like oh, that, shit. which I've never dancing had. Squid. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> why I'm saying I don't even like this place to be honest with you. But I feel like this would be the a nightmare because that's where they put like the hot boiling water on it. It's like moving around. And is it alive? Is it dead? You don't know. And <laughs> you eat it. Listen, <laughs> now, I've yes. eaten some wild shit in my day, but I, I'm not ready for that. I I've mean, eaten insects. I've eaten some wild shit. I've had sea turtle, man. Uh. It's an endangered species. I could go to jail for telling you this. <laughs> no, it's in international waters. I'm good. My lawyer, Aaron Silverstein, says I'm good. But, but yo, for real? Oh my God. Uh, th- th- Aaron? Can we talk about Aaron? Aaron Silverstein's a great lawyer, dude. If you need to retain the legal services of a quality gentleman, Silverstein and Saunders, good law firm. Yo, I fuck with my lawyers, man.
1: You Go- have to. You have to watch your back, especially yeah. when you're successful. So
0: well, people no. come for
1: you.
0: <laughs> I'm not there yet but I've got ups and downs but it's good to have just somebody you know unless you gotta read something and you know you can't read it right or then just they can throw offers back and I don't know
1: and you just can't be so impulsive in this industry you gotta like look back and be like make sure everything's covered
0: yeah it's it's like I I don't know just tricky navigating shit I like (laughs) where I'm at now not being like a like, I'm not an artist anymore, I guess in a way, I'm, but I'm not an artist, like a, a, a music artist, and I'm not in the industry working like a fucking label or a record. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Pool or a, like a company or a, 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 a whatever, dude. I'm not like the program director at a radio station. That shit all sounds awful to me. Yeah, pariah like shit. No offense to anybody who happens to you know participate in those fields, but but you know creating and shit is is was my shit. And so even this shit, like the radio show and this, I get a little leeway to be myself, and that's fun. But I don't get stressed out about right. shit because it's. I take it from a different perspective now like I don't know. You get to be excited, you know. Like you are, you're excited when you get to interview all these artists and you're just one of those music loving motherfuckers too. Just, you're just so excited to be at every kind of show of every genre. I just uh of every, yeah,
1: I like how you, you Like do that everything, in there. dude. I know I like that. And like
0: that. I admire it cuz I'm
1: not like that,
0: but I I'm, I'm always impressed by it. It just means that you're like a happy soul who loves the art.
1: I just I really fucking care. I love music. Like I can You listen to people. country music? I've listened to country, yeah. You
0: have or you do? I do. I I, I listened to it the other day in the arts and crafts store by Against My Will. It was just playing, but do you listen to it?
1: I'm. I try to keep myself up to date just because of the industry I'm in. Do you interview
0: motherfucking country artists? I
1: haven't yet, and that's. I wish I was supposed to go to Stagecoach, (laughs) and I had an opportunity, and that didn't happen, and I was just like kind of discouraged, but I will never not like be against that idea of- Have you
0: been to con- uh, Country Conscious? No. That no,
1: was I the first one. I heard they get fucked up. I
0: heard they get crazy. Like a stagecoach just makes Coachella look like some pussy shit.
1: Well, Coachella is just on another different level now from like based of what I'm used to of Coachella. Um, mm. But no, I do love country. Um, I try to stay up to date. Um, but for the most part, like if the country Grammys are on, I would watch it. And I do know. Impressive. I didn't know. I kind of know who like Casey Musgrave was, and she won the Grammy. No,
0: oh. I do who that is.
1: Oh, I, like you'll be familiar with those names really? because like. Oh. I have to see those names. I might not like every country song, but I have to be familiar with. The
0: see, names. I think I think because of what you do in your show and stuff, you kind of do have to be familiar with and not just like one genre, but all the genres and the people. Right. I'm like the opposite, dude. I like shut down as much as I can from mainstream shit. So if it's something I like, it's because I sought it out or somebody I really trust put me on. Yeah. But exactly. for my podcast, I don't have to. I mean. I come across artists and I come across people in different arts not always music and if I'm interested in them and shit that's different you know um, but exactly. I don't listen to just That'd like music and I don't watch TV mm. I listen to music but I don't listen to like the radio I don't watch MTV I don't I bet they probably don't have music anymore still but I mean like I don't I don't know I listen to what I want to listen to yeah yeah you know? no. so I'm like but I, you have for what you do it's totally different
1: Yeah, like today, I just felt in the mood of listening to some indie rock today.
0: What indie rock did you partake in?
1: Oh, Post Animal. I'm just like totally. Don't know who that is. Are they new? Um. Well, this song that I was like, I can't. It's like on repeat. It's like two years old. But like, I found out (coughs) because one of the members is on a Netflix show called Stranger Things. So he took me there, and I. He's one of the kids. no, he's one the of cop. the no oh, oh, Hopper. No. I don't know.
0: I've only seen it like twice. So.
1: He's like one of the um, teenagers, like the jock, like oh, he plays. Um, jokes, man. Right, but the band is actually really good. They remind me of Tame Impala.
0: Oh, I love Tame Impala. So
1: yeah, so dope. I was just on that vibe.
0: I can dig that. I like I like the. I don't know what you call it, like neo psychedelic rock vibes that Tim Pilot brings.
1: Oh, have you seen Tim Live? Oh, of course, dude. I oh, saw Trip so Shrooms good. at
0: the fucking Hollywood Cemetery, Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, uh,
1: saw <laughs> them. Yeah, I
0: saw him. I saw him somewhere else either. too when they first came out. When their first album came out, in like 2012, I saw him in Boston somewhere, a small place.
1: I saw him at FYF. That was lit. Yeah. Right before um, Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. That's a fun.
0: That's a fun little back to back.
1: That's <clears throat> a smart back to back because it's like nobody's gonna leave.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they were on the same stage.
1: Yeah. I literally didn't move. I was just like, with the little people that did leave, just kind of moved on up to get a closer view.
0: Oh. What's like, Callie Alley being you fucking go to a million concerts and a lot of shows. They don't have to be in order, but what are some of the more like memorable shows you went to? The ones that you're be- your best, your most favorite fun times, live music?
1: Incubus. Incubus? Down. Incubus, System of a Down, Foo Fighters.
0: When was this? Um, oh, is it all one concert? Nah. No, no. Are so you talking about
1: like in one day? No, no,
0: no. Just like one show that was no. like your favorite show you ever went to.
1: Probably Incubus. Incubus.
0: Also, know who it they was are. The I don't know what their music is. I know a whole, I've heard their name since they came out in the nineties. I don't. I couldn't tell you one of their songs.
1: They were like the first <laughs> concert I've ever been to, and I won tickets on K Rock. So, so was
0: it special because yeah. of that, or was that show just off the? Dude,
1: hook? the ticket, the whole shebang was special. My I started getting into them with this song called um, Are You In? And it's just kind of like indie hip-hop beats because they have a DJ in the band. Um, And then my brother's like, dude, they're trying to like give tickets. You should try calling K-Rock because he's like, you're a 17-year-old at home all the damn time. Fucking try to win these tickets. I'm at work. So I was like, all right, cool. So I stayed trying to win tickets. Every time you would hear the song, you would have to call K-Rock. I would like press redial or like repeat the number like right before a song ends because you know how it goes back to back? Fucking got through and won tickets. So we went to K-Rock to pick them up, right? That was a cool experience. Going to K Rock, one of the stations that I just like grew up listening to. And then um, my brother's like, look at the seats, where are we sitting at? So the package was two concerts of Incubus one at the Universal Amphitheater when it was still like open, RIP, in like Studio City. Uh And then the second ticket was for a concert at their mansion where they record the album in Uh Point Doom, which is like past Malibu. Yeah, Yeah. So I was like, oh, that one's going to be my favorite. I mean, but the both concerts, I was front row, like oh, first damn. row. You're so I took my brother because like, who else? How else am I going to go to a concert under 18 without oh. my mom <laughs> freaking out? And we smoked weed and fucking went to that shit. And it was like the best and got to meet my favorite singer. Oh,
0: and that's dope. Well, you you like a meet and greet with him too or you got to go?
1: Well, after when, um, for the mansion one, we were sitting, friend Roan. He was like shaking hands. Shout out to Brandon Boyd. And
0: that's the dude's name.
1: Yeah, he's the singer. He's also like a surfer. He like loves. He surfs out here, from what I know. Um, he's just like such a free spirit. And I've met him so many times. He's shout out, Rocky your mind. Is this the dude with like dreadlocks? Uh, there is a guy with dreadlocks in the band, but that's a DJ. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Shocker, the the DJ, white dude.
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't I don't know the know. band. I'm just he making looks,
0: assumptions he over
1: here. He looks mixed. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know what he guy. is.
0: <laughs> White DJ in a rock band, you know, with dreads. I can picture that look. Like in Zoolander, the DJ that he like, Owen Wilson fights, like that guy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No. I'm being a jerk. No, perhaps. no,
1: no. I can't believe you've never heard of Incubates. I mean, I know.
0: I've, no, dude, I've heard of them. I couldn't tell you any of their music. Like, if you really? played a song, I just, yeah, man. Like, I just, that's.
1: Jake, what, what did you grow up listening um, to? Because you're telling me no to STP, no to English. I don't
0: hate on STP. I'm familiar with them. I just didn't. I grew up listening to, well, my, my folks listen to uh, Old Soul, like 70s, 60s, mm-hmm. R&B and Soul, and classic rock, and then a lot of rootsy reggae. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the, that was what that's they passed like on DJ. to me. That's crazy. ah. So he's mixed. He's yeah, yeah. Cool. I don't oh, he may like, not be. He might just have I don't have know a, what uh, he uh, is. Almost, yeah. But
1: you did say dreadlocks, and you kind of got that right.
0: <laughs> my gut goes. I rarely is my gut family.
1: Uh Chris Kilmore's is.
0: <clears throat> but I hip hop was what I got it. All the other music was oh. more folks in their you know age group was put me on it. And then when I was like young eight nine ten, that's like hip hop just hit me harder. I don't Tupac know why. Tupac or Biggie. Tupac.
1: Oh, favorite Tupac album.
0: Favorite album, Pride Me Against the World. Really? If I have to go for a full Tupac album overall.
1: Favorite song from that album?
0: It varies, but um, sometimes it's Fuck the World. Mm. That's how
1: you feel? (laughs)
0: Well, when I feel like that, I listen to that whole album. When was the
1: last time you listened to that album? It's been a couple months ago. Yeah. I mean, like, I have
0: albums in, in certain kind of music that. I, I always break out at certain times when I'm having certain moods. I have like breakup mixes, like sad. Mixes. Oh my God. I, I like my early morning, like soft music to like get ready to I have like hardcore death workout, which is just like hard gangster rap. Okay, like okay. old soul mixes. I have different, you know. So and you
1: like I, everything, you get it. Yeah.
0: And I played I play that album, Me Against the World, for those times where I'm feeling like that. You know, I just feel I feel the yeah. feel the energy in that and you know. I like to I like to have Music I know in my catalog that I can listen to at certain times for certain modes, you know?
1: Exactly. It's all in the mood, I feel. I I don't know
0: how, you know, people. Sometimes I don't want to listen to, there's some times that music, certain music ain't appropriate, right. Right? I don't want to listen to fucking heavy metal when I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't <laughs> want to listen to jazz when I'm trying to go out. And try, you know, there's certain things. And like, yo, know, I got a homegirl of mine. She only wants to listen to reggaeton all the time. Right, Whether right, right, first right. thing in the morning when you're driving home late at night in the car. I like that
1: too. And well, like it's like it's,
0: only Latin music. And I, no, I'm not saying Latin music. I'm saying strictly reggaeton, which no, is a I've particular, heard. very up kind of Latin music. So it's like, I might not be ready to have my energy up that high. That's just like I got to be ready to go, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: that's like sometimes. That's here and there. That's not all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Music for different moods. I can to make moves, that dude. commitment. Like when I genre. do you, do you wake up do you put music on in the morning when you're doing your morning routine maybe shower yeah, changing but when yeah. you when it's early say it's early and you do it are you throwing on some fucking hard turnip shit or you, I kind of like to ease into my day
1: it's it's all how I feel like it depends what is my day going to be of like am I going to go like working am I going to chill so like whatever I'm going to do for that day or I have a, how like I feel maybe prior to that moment is just what I'm in the mood for or what I need to get me through that day do you know mm. what I'm saying so just like just depends like your mood, your day, what you have planned and like today I was like okay I'm gonna go do the podcast, super chill on the what? like I'm like I was gonna throw out your, yeah, my, your <laughs> pin location again um, Charlie's gonna
0: come get me they coming for me. <laughs>
1: but it can be anywhere but the point is like I, it's a vibe that I'm very familiar with so it's chill smoke weed before I talk, have some coffee like that's just a perfect combination so like indie rock was like okay I can listen to something that is just gonna like it doesn't need to motivate me. Because sometimes I'll listen to podcasts. It's not always yeah. music. Yeah, I
0: do, do, I do that same thing too. Sometimes I need there's no development yeah. When I'm absolutely. trying too hard to find what to listen to, I don't want to listen I, You know what? Podcasts or something else. Yeah. Because I can't think of, I can't just settle on one thing to listen to, you know?
1: You know what's crazy? I've been listening to this podcast called Note to Self. Um, it's with Kim of the Diamonds. Um, and oh, she's- she? She's like, she's also a musician, but she does this podcast of like, just uplifting and motivational and like, Self development type yeah, of podcast. I, I dig it. I and dig I found it. her on Instagram and I followed her because I'm like, you know what? I really fuck with your shit. And I let's, I liked her music. Send her message like, yo, I really like like your podcast. Like it definitely helps me because I know I like to hear that stuff. If like people positive like my work, yeah, those are the little <coughs> things, you know. And she was just like, oh my god, like you're sending so much positive love. And she's like, and it's almost Monday. It's not even Monday yet. Like you know, people are like, hey, yeah, hey yeah, Monday. Yeah. I thought that was really cool So I'm like look Like I love how Spotify Has this And then how technology Can just like make you connect That's kind of ill Isn't that crazy
0: I do like She lives
1: I, hella far When she I find
0: shit like that Though when you find that Randomly Like you know It wasn't advertised People weren't telling you To listen right. You find It feels right. the most natural exactly. I, Those are the kind of things I enjoy the most Whether it's a podcast Or a radio show Or, or an artist Or an album When you kind of find it Or super organically Not even your boy Your home girl's like yo check this out Or right, you've right, been right. hearing about it When you stumble upon like, a guy this new podcast I've been listening to I did I stumbled upon uh, organically and it's not that big it's not much bigger than mine Um, not to discredit it's the fucking one of the best podcasts you should go listen to Fire in the Hole with (laughs) Jimmy Martinez shit's fucking incredible but what I like about it is like it still feels like I don't know man it's just it's unadulterated it's not watered down with ads it doesn't seem scripted what I hate about podcasts when they come off too scripted then it should be radio because like Mm. Not that I'm scripted on radio, not that you're scripted in an interview, but when you're interviewing certain artists about... You know their new albums you kind of know it's going to be in certain parameters not that it's scripted but it's very organized and I like that for radio and TV shit but for podcasts I like the free form and I don't like it when podcasts come across mad structured and motherfuckers have all the bells and whistles and the fancy things and the cuts and the over edits but it's like yo sometimes dudes will still be uninteresting your voice is fucking terrible I don't want to hear you talk you're not engaging and you have all the bells and whistles and you're trying to make it all formatted like this and it's boring as fuck yeah no I agree that's an FM radio shit. I hate FM radio, yo.
1: I well, hate it. It's just, I feel like it's a new movement. Um, people are always on the go and they can't like be tuning into radio according to the time they say. Everything's on demand now yeah, podcasts, fucking right, girl. TV shows, movies, songs. Like, I was talking about this with somebody else. Like, you remember when you had to wait till your favorite song came out on the radio? Now you can just pit repeat and hear it all the time which we kind of get sick of it like that but at the same time like People Now is on demand. Yeah. So FM radio I feel like it's always going to be one of the biggest platforms to um, you know spread music because people I've heard songs on the radio that yeah. I'm like it's crazy. But, Do you listen to FM radio still? Um, Sometimes it's very rare but like yeah sometimes just to see what their definition of also what's Trendy I like to do research And there's some songs There's some stations That play like I like the wave Because it's like A mixture of like Different um, Soul R&B 94.7 And these are all like Again, L.A. radio stations. But um, I like uh, KCRW. That's one of my favorite stations. Yeah, you know what? So those,
0: so those rare FM, FM stations That's like KCRW are dope. Yeah, we had one in Boston like that, 88.9. Yeah. That those, uh, Other than those, I can't say I've listened to FM radio in like 20 years.
1: No, I get
0: you. But, but KCRW, I do. KCRW I do
1: w do. puts me on game with some songs. Yeah, so for like, sure. It's just... I'll listen to a little bit once in a while. It'll be in my car. It will never be anywhere else because at home, Spotify is like, yeah. I pay for that premium shit. So yeah, Spotify yeah. is the way to go. Sometimes I want to discover a a song that resembles something I'm in the mood for. So Pandora, if I want to like discover and see what else is out there. Um, YouTube is not really. Not for music. Not for music. I,
0: hate a, I, I listen to certain like podcasts or radio shows or some things that yeah. like, <clears throat> excuse me, aren't on they, a streaming yeah. service. Um, and they'll re-air the radio shows on YouTube with like out commercials so much I like Yeah. Um, but my thing is like against FM radio is is I really am not a big fan of censorship and rules I don't Mm -hmm. follow rules well and that's just more me that ain't me shitting on it but so when like I like satellite radio I'm on digital radio, um, you know, I, or even people do podcasts. I can say what I want, That's I can awesome. do what I want. You're only beholden to like if you have advertisers, you know, you can't shit on the radio station you're on. But like, you know, dudes on Sirius XM or on Dash Radio, shit, you get to awesome. be yourself more. Like FM radio, just be feeling so constricted. I feel bad for the hosts because I feel like they just. You have to stay within such a little boundary, and yeah. it just seems so limiting. At least for me, it's like having a pet bird. Dude. You're just keeping that fucking bird in a cage. You got these big old wings and all this yeah. power, and you can't let them go nowhere. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy what, like seeing what they have to do kind of like cut out, and they just can't be completely yeah. themselves. But at the same time, it's like, I think... You're still in a platform that's spreading music and you still kind of have that advantage. So it's still a good thing. Like, it's still a good contribution because I do follow, like, some of the radio personalities that I, like, personally know. And, like, I see how they make it work and they make it work. I mean, yeah, some people gotta do that. You got to be really good at it. Some like, people shout out to Chuck Dizzle. It. He's, like, amazing what at
0: station's it. What station is he on? 92.3. That's what? Uh, Real. What kind of is it? Hip-hop. A hip-hop station.
1: And he also is, like, uh, the co-founder of Homegrown Radio, which is, like, who I'm under with uh. the- with the other podcasts that I do
0: where Can you tell everybody where they can watch a show And listen to you And so hear you do all your thing
1: You can hear the essentials um, We have episodes on like iTunes um, I think we're definitely trying to make it in the works For uh, Spotify Because I feel like that's where I go to listen to my yeah. podcast But some people are iTunes users um, I'm Android, so I don't do it. Yeah, that's
0: why I, I put my shit on all these different platforms. Because when I have people to. on Androids, most people go to iTunes, but I have people to do Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, fucking Google SoundCloud. Podcasts, whatever. Yeah. And then where come where they watch Rock Your Mind?
1: So that's a YouTube channel. Um, so Rock Your Mind interviews, I upload them on my YouTube channel, which is Cali Alley. Uh, they can watch it there.
0: And I'll have all this info in the thing so they can go right and find it. <laughs> She's good at it, dude. She's, she's, she's lively. Easy. What's real is like, you're genuine about it. Like, you actually care. I know you personally, so I know that you yeah. care, but I think it comes across. Sometimes I watch interviews, and it's not like the person doesn't care that's doing yeah. the interview, oh, sure. but you know it's like, like the people on those like TV shows, like Extra or whatever, mm-hmm. like, man, they've done this so much. Like, they, they're not... They're exactly interviewing anyone. people they don't care about, per se. They're doing it because they have to. Yeah. And you can tell the person on the other side, the interviewee, is uh, is playing a charade, too, and it just comes across so stale. Like, there's no yeah. passion in it for either of them, you Right.
1: Know? Yeah, I've had a lot of people that were like, yo, you want to take Rock Your Mind, and we can broadcast it on our network. Um, and you I, don't you're not down and I'm not down because it's like I work so hard for this brand that I don't want to just let anybody just help me take over and try to gain profit out of my baby like this is what I've been doing so unless it feels right the offer's right and then I'm like okay but I'm not gonna just take any opportunity like I can't be impulsive so um I have to work harder in other fields like hosting um throwing events you know what I mean where I can get some profit and then I could just invest that in rock your mind so I can be selective who I interview um, so it's not just That's, anybody you know what I mean I like
0: that I respect that
1: you got it man it's like yeah. not the smartest way to uh, <laughs> make money but it's but it's,
0: what but it, it's a slower road to it but it's one that has it's more gratifying and right. satisfying like it's a more the quick road dude yeah. the quick road will get you money but it might not scratch your soul at the end yeah. of the day man you know like I man, I've had like too many people I know in my life like Do well, successful, which I mean, I think we're speaking financially, right? And then maybe they they take the quicker road to get there. Yeah, totally. And then they get, like, not all the time, but they're just not happy at the end down the road because they didn't, Do it in a manner that was truly satisfying to the soul That really like Mm. meant something And so I mean once you've acquired the extra money Or the extra success that you initially wanted It's like what next And then if it wasn't done in a way that you really feel great about You kind of get bummed out I think And I've seen a lot of people like feel like that That's not good No one's getting bummed out We're trying to stay non-bummed out (laughs) When was the last time you was bummed out Callie
1: um... It's
0: okay you can be honest Open
1: here it's safe safe place (laughs)
0: I get bummed out. Uh, Monday was it? Yes, no. Monday, dude. I got super bummed out Monday.
1: Right. It yeah,
0: happens. Why? Well, uh, just some shit killed my vibe for a little while. I mean, bitch, don't kill my vibe. Yeah, dude. It was. It was. You know, in the evening, <clears throat> it was all right. You know, the day's over. Sometimes this shit happens, man.
1: Yeah, I feel you. What's better? Um, I felt like <coughs> there's away. a lot of movements that not movements, but like a lot of moments that in the industry that got me bummed out. Like maybe oh, some stuff last sure. month ago. Yeah. That. Uh, things that I didn't want them to turn out the way that it did. Um, but sometimes people or just, are, we're not on the same page and it's not about like in moments, like you're going to take losses. So like when things happen, you have to make sure like nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. It's just, this is what it is. Um, and it's out of our control. And that's the hard part. And so you're never going to be on the same page with a lot of people. So meeting yeah. in, like in the industry, you meet so many people like it's crazy meeting a lot of people. Some people stay. Some people thought st- like stayed longer than you imagined, and some people like came and they went. And it's not even always like bad. It's just like that's just how the universe aligns things. It's. So that can bum you out sometimes.
0: I, yeah. the industry shit can. It's a super big bummer, dude. That's just super stressful sometimes.
1: There's like real friends and there's like industry people, and that's like. And I want to treat everybody like they're my brother, they're my sister. You you're know a what I'm loving saying? person. So I'm like, oh, you're not. We're not cool like that. Okay, cool. We're just like on some industry shit. Okay, cool. So that it's probably. I've been learning that. So that kind of was, not like. I wouldn't say I was happy to kind of experience that. I'm like, okay, so I have to be this way. I have to be that way.
0: It's like a reality check, though, in a way. Is it? I mean, for you, it is because that's yo that industry, entertainment industry. No matter what, if it's music, film, broadcasting, whatever, it's full of fake motherfuckers, and I hate Mm it. I hate that about it. That's why I hate certain entities and things, and um, that's why I was ranting about FM radio and shit like that. But the people that work in it, man, oftentimes maybe they were good people before and they get in and it changes them into shitty people or or they were shitty to begin with. Either way, it's like you're around it. and I always try to tell myself, I'm not here to make friends. If I make a friend, that's awesome. And I'm not going to be against it, but I'm not going to have high hopes because I know people... Or shady or selfish or, yeah. or artificial yeah. or just you know just posturing themselves to present an image to people and so i don't have high expectations i have high hopes not like i go in with low expectations mm-hmm. but i just know that's sour and but then when i stop and reflect on it it bums me out that that's where i'm putting a lot of my energy into a, mm. pl- a place where there's all this fucking fakery yo. yeah
1: it's crazy um Yeah, like I said, it's just you meet so many different type of people. Like some people are on some other shit. Some people change as time goes by. Um, Some people are not the same. Some people change for the better. Some people change for the worse. Um, Some people grow and some people move. It's crazy. So it's just like they come and they go at whatever reason. But yeah, it's just that's kind of. What bummed me out Learning that
0: pattern Yeah Like I feel like In the the realm of mechanics Or like I don't know Carpenters Or like public school teachers Probably not a whole lot Of like Fakery and shit I mean I'm sure there is But you know It's not like The entertainment industry I mean Especially if you think About like Hollywood Like it's Acting, it is <laughs> pretending. The whole fucking thing is pretending. So, of course, motherfuckers is gonna be fake. And music too, man. I mean, shit. That's why I love what I do now because I really don't have to fake it. Like on the radio show, we got a lot of room to do. We right. don't play nothing we don't want to play. We don't have to have any, any guests. Yeah. Well, you know, I I don't have to fake shit. Nope. And on here, this is my shit. I don't have to fake shit. And it's very liberating. It yeah. Feels good, dude. <laughs> it feels really good. That's to me, that's a level of success is freedom to do what I want. Like, I don't you know, know why I thought <clears> that
1: song. It feels good. Was it a is 2020? It
0: is it? It might be.
1: It has <clears> to be. <throat> I Should dying. I Google it? I've Googled three things since I've been here, guys. <laughs>
0: Damn, She's mad smart. Terry's not Nine, here today. so
1: ago. We had to look that up. Remember?
0: Yes. He had red hair.
1: I think at one point I wouldn't be surprised. It probably wasn't even by choice. It was probably <laughs> so like, uh,
0: does he yeah, sing, like sing like that? Does he sing like that? Kinda of like um, the Pearl Jammy, like, like Hozza Hozza. No, he's
1: like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm, yeah. I was about to. I, I feel like, oh, like it, that yeah. that
0: voice is with a lot of like those. He's from they're from Seattle.
1: That's a good question. I was about to Google again, but I'm not gonna try to Google anymore. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: No, he just sounds like it.
1: Where I, are they? But now I don't want to know where they're from. Nah. Fuck it, me being a curious you know,
0: cat. You are. You are. That's good. Um, Curiosity definitely see. has led me down some interesting paths in my day. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I wasn't so curious. I, I kind of wish I wasn't because you can find out shit you don't want to know. you know?
1: But apparently you did because why were you I looking?
0: wanted to know it and then I learned it. San
1: Diego. It. What the wow, fuck? Wow. Wow. Like,
0: Damn. Think-
1: Seattle's like uh Duh. Soundgarden and Nirvana. San Diego. Hendrix. San Diego.
0: Yo, we had these rappers on um on our show on Dash Radio. Last week this dude Boo Boo and um heck, and they Boo Boo? Boo Boo the Prince. They're from San Diego, right? They're like, for like born and raised like some dudes from the hood in San Diego, which my I don't nephews know about. My
1: call my mom Boo
0: Boo. <laughs> so they called, I was like, yo, what do y'all call San Diego? Because I don't really know much about their like, yeah, they call it the Dago Zoo. Uh, and I was like, yo, that sounds like a racial epitaph for Italians. <laughs> like that's, that's a racial slur is Dago and then uh, Dago Zoo. It's like, that's fucked up. I love up.
1: San Diego.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've been in, like a very small amount of time. It's pretty. It's nice. It's so fun. Too many military motherfuckers, though. I mean, you got some uh-huh, the bars, dude. True. Those are some drunk dudes with buzz cuts and bad style I'm trying to fucking start shit.
1: I love SD. Yeah, I remember I went there with a girls girls trip. That was fun, like, a while back. Girls night. Yeah, and I ended up hooking up with some military guy, and I didn't even know he was a military guy. See, dude. I like, oh. I was God like, why are you here? He's like, oh, we're based out here. I was yeah. like, oh, cool. You should need to go. And they like... <laughs> Like my other friends were there, and like his friends are like, y'all need to go. Yeah, well, dude. guys will not know the rule. Like get
0: it's up and military go. dudes, dude, they're on some different shit. <laughs> it's a, nice, it's a, it's a cool city. I, I everywhere that's I've been different. there, it was like pretty. You know, it was a nice
1: place. Have you been hiking there?
0: It's nah, I haven't, I haven't. But like, I guess there's, I and mean, there's a hood in every city. You know, so that's where these dudes were fun. They were just, you know, it was just interesting to meet hip hop artists from San Diego. I never have. I don't know any national ones, you know. I mean, you know, is exist everywhere, but I am There's I'm,
1: Oceanside, which is like right next to San Diego. There's some amazing hip hop artists from there. From oh, Oceanside? Yeah. Who? Uh huh, just a few so, artists.
0: Oceanside? That's, was that, is that like Encinitas or Carlsbad or no?
1: No, I think it's near San Diego though. Oh. I think it's like definitely like neighbors, but. Yeah, there's some good
0: stuff there. I don't know Everything I know about San Diego I learned from watching Like Anchorman or some shit It's like I'm just And I've been there a few times But I've always been there At night Maybe in the daytime A little bit
1: I've never been to a
0: concert I'm gonna throw a show there Though for sure or Where? In like uh, San Diego Oh, nice no, Actually yeah. my, my co-host from Rainy Real DJ Bean She, she DJ shows down there a bunch she, yeah. At the end of the month The 30th of March She's DJing Down there And I'm probably Go down there For this show
1: Totally um, There's some good music I know a lot of cool djs out um there's one artist um in san diego that i definitely want to book but yeah i i would love to throw an event there yeah.
0: it's gonna happen it's fun it's tough because it's like it's not that close but driving back late at night it's, it's two hours ain't a long time it probably hour and a half drive, it, it, it is nice i guess at night hour and a half probably because there ain't no traffic
1: yeah but it's, it's like a, a nice drive yeah
0: you just can't get drunk no drinking and driving. be no, responsible kids drive.
1: and don't uber that's just too expensive.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I, I'd rather have you Uber than drink and drive, though.
1: From San Diego Tele? Imagine? It'd,
0: it'd be better. Yeah, no, dude, it's probably man pricey.
1: I wonder how much I, I was going to put well, in like is Google. Google
0: queen, dude. <laughs> are you working for them? Are you trying to do cross-promotion for Google? Let's
1: <laughs> um, do some cross-promo Uber. Shit, I w- some codes.
0: I wish I could get a job at Google.
1: Dude, well, manifest it. Who's that happen. on your shirt, by the way? Oh, this is M16 The Great.
0: Oh, this shit. The, yeah. Uh,
1: the homie. Um, shout out to him. This was like... Um, Artwork from his album. That's dope. He gave this to me. and uh You know those shares, like people always give you stuff and like there's some stuff, like I'm not going to lie, I don't like all the stuff that I get, <laughs> but the one pieces I do get, like I'll always remember that Chanel rock your shit.
0: But, yeah. yeah, I get a lot of free garments that do not get used as a, Shirt.
1: I try to make it find a way. Like, there's some t-shirts I don't like. I'm like, okay, I can make this a crop top. Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, yo. No, I mean, like, I get a lot. Of I'll sh- make it work. But uh,
0: the ones I try. really like, I keep in good condition. The ones I don't really like, but I don't hate. Maybe they're right. soft. They become workout shirts. And the ones that I'm no fucking way, those become like dish rags or clean up post sex rags or something. They are oh not God, going on the, my body parts. Though.
1: The dish rags. <laughs> yeah,
0: or like you get a, like something leaks and you don't want to use paper towels. You use just, 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 like t-shirts or whatever. I don't know. But so there's some. I get a lot. of Free garments, so man, they be going places. Yeah. I need a soft textured shirt to touch my fine skin, dude. I can't have some like sandpaper gilded shirt with yeah. like the print coming through. It's rough, man. It I don't like rough. that. No. So that shit's cleaning something up. It's either cleaning up water or semen or something, dude.
1: Lord, oh Lord. Wait, I yeah, oh, shout Lord. out to M16. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I gotta get some damaged good shirts out. If I make them, none of you is better if use them as a dish rag. I'll be oh, very assaulted. You know. Why you googling? What are you googling? Dish no, rag. I
1: was gonna- <laughs> No, I have, some, I've made some t-shirts like- Some Cali Alley, Rock Your Mind house.
0: shirts? No. Oh, you mean made I shirts should. to clean the house? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you Rock Your Mind stickers, dude.
1: I don't know what, you Rock know, what is funny. Mind. I don't have Rock Your Mind merch because I feel like I don't want to rush into that. Um into that deal just yet like I still want to build more but I do want to like eventually merge I just don't know what it is Man. I don't want shirts I don't it's want caps uh, it's not that it's played out it's just um, I don't know how I can make it stand out maybe <clears> I just haven't met the right designer or something Um, But I still don't know what merch
0: I would want. It's a whole other world.
1: It is. Do you have merch?
0: Nah, not. Well, I have had in the past, but not for the podcast. What
1: kind
0: of merch did you have? I had t shirts, girls' v neck shirts, hooded sweatshirts, crew neck sweatshirts, long sleeves. Yeah.
1: All rock hoodies. Yeah. Shout out to locally grown. They gave me this bomb ass hoodie that I love rocking, and it's kind of like a dress. It can be.
0: Oh, it's like a men's size on you.
1: No, it's like a it's a It's like a woman's uh, hoodie dress kind of, but you can lift it and make it like a little oh. hoodie. So it's just so freaking warm.
0: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, the last month in Los Angeles has oh, been particularly you. cold and rainy, dude. I think I've worn month, a, ho- a hoodie the last six months. Dude, I've been rocking hoodies. It's like, tough. Lots of sweatpants shit, too Don't worry You're strong girl <laughs> So that coffee I'm That's Bustelo Straight black coffee
1: I, That's how I drink it Yeah I mean That's,
0: that's how I that's drink hot. mine too Man I don't put uh, Milk or sugar in my shit No
1: People
0: will be up. saying Coffee's bad for you It's bad for you When you get like A fucking caramel latte Swirl jammy jam From a fucking Starbucks up. dude Yeah that's just A goddamn ice cream sundae Yes it's that's bad like for you Black alcohol. coffee's fine Straight
1: just Straight
0: up Yeah Straight so It's good It's, it's that
1: extra Alcohol too Like I'll drink my whiskey Straight up with Well on the wrong but I won't mix that soda like with Coke, that sugar. Yeah, I mean, that shit gives you up. a
0: headache, it's mm. fattening, and, and the liquor already got sugar <laughs> in it anyway. So you, the more you add to it, it's, it's just not helping.
1: I haven't had beer <clears> like in a month and a half. Beer? Mm-hmm.
0: Are you off, off drinking or just beer in particular? Just beer. Beer, yeah. I don't, I, I only do beer rarely and like not I a lot of it. beer. I can't drink more than two beers. You have to pass the fuck out. It's Nap Time City if I drink more than two beers. And I gotta piss all the time
1: Well yeah
0: If I'm drinking it. dude I like to drink And I like to drink alcohol
1: He said alcohol Yeah cause like
0: <laughs> If I'm drinking shit for the taste I'm drinking wine And I can have right. a glass of wine And stop and enjoy it But like with alcohol I'm, I'm, only, I'm not gonna have A glass of vodka Or Hennessy Or no, tequila But I'm gonna be drinking A bunch of it So I'm trying to get drunk So I don't want A bunch of fucking sugar And soda in there You know
1: Facts? No, I can't do. I like my wine a little diluted. Like I like to drink it with ice. Like People a white like, wine
0: or rosé. Well, red wine, you put
1: ice in? No, I don't like red wine. Uh. I like uh, white wine.
0: Yeah, white wine. I'll drink
1: red wine if that's like my only option at a restaurant. It depends or- on
0: the the like in the summer. I, I ain't drinking red wine. It's too hot. But in the winter, I like, like red wine. It depends on the meal too. Yeah. You know? oh, on the meal. Like if if I'm eating oysters or or some fish, I want white wine. If I'm mm. eating a steak or like heavy red sauce pasta, I want red wine. Oh
1: my God, my friend is at a, he's in Mexico Mm -hmm. and he's on a tequila tour. It's amazing. So like they, like getting a tour and then drinking shots of tequila. I'm like, that is the kind of tour I'm talking about. Dude, I'm
0: kind of (laughs) good. Why are you motivating me, dude?
1: Dude, I'm like, he's having the time of his life. Shout out to my friend Mario, but... He's
0: Mario, like, bring us back some of that good tequila, man. The stuff they don't sell over here.
1: The food, because he likes the finer things in life. The food that he's snapping. The drinks he's I'm just drinking. Crushing. I'm like, oh, like but it's motivation. I'm like, yes, boo. And like when you have friends like that, that also inspires you. Because your friends are your reflections.
0: Yeah, this is true. Damn, dude, now I want to go drinking, dude. <laughs> no, you want to go no. get a shot? No. no? <laughs>